everybody. Come on, let's give the Lord a round of applause tonight. Amen, amen, amen. Hallelujah. Clap and give him a round of applause like you're happy to be here tonight. Amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. We want to take this time out to welcome everyone tonight to our Tuesday night Bible study with a difference. <laughs> amen. With a difference. We're accustomed to being here on Thursday night, but of course, this Thursday is Thanksgiving, so we're celebrating our Thanksgiving tonight in the house of God, amen. For some of us, it's a early Thanksgiving, others, you're going to wait until Thanksgiving Day because you still have your turkey to look about, amen. Regardless, we're here to praise and to magnify the Lord, amen. It's truly worthy to be praised. So we're going to invite everyone, if you can stand with us, we're going to pray and ask the Lord to have his way in our service tonight. He will bless us and that it will be with us. And it will touch each and every one of us individually and collectively. Amen. For our online congregation, amen. We thank you for tuning in tonight. Amen. Amen. If you have a special request tonight, amen. Something that you want to give God thanks for, you can shoot it via our online stream. Amen. Praise God. And for those that have a special request tonight, if you want us to touch and agree with you tonight, we're going to ask you to raise your hand that whatever your needs are tonight, the Lord will be with us and touch us tonight. Amen. Praise God. Let's just bow our heads and as we pray and ask the Lord. So, um, my wife just tell me, um, Christoph, that's my nephew, my um, her brother's son, had a serious accident in Jamaica, just graduated from college, was driving, a guy right him off. And he ends up going down in the ditch, total the car. But thankfully, I think the last time we hear, he was going good, little aches and pain here. His name is Christoph uh, Jeffrey Thomas. So keep Jeffrey Thomas Jr. in uh, in our prayers as we pray tonight that the Lord will continue to touch his body. And if there's anyone else that have a request tonight, Amen. We're gonna ask you to raise your hand. We'll pray, touch and agree with you as we pray tonight, Amen. Mama P. Amen. Let's just go to the Lord in prayer at this time. Father God, we love you. We give you all the glory and all the honor, Lord God. We thank you for this another day, Lord God, another privilege, oh God. You have given unto us to be in your presence one more time, Lord God. Oh God, you are the reason why we're here tonight, oh God. Nothing good that we have done, Lord God, but because of your grace, because of your mercy, and because of your love. We're so glad, Lord God, and we're so thankful, Lord God for being, oh God, the service tonight, Lord God, to lift up your name, to magnify your name, to call upon your name tonight, Lord God. As we pray tonight, we ask you, Lord God, to forgive us for every sins, all the sins that we have committed in your sight, knowingly and unknowingly, Lord God. We ask you to cleanse us from all unrighteousness, cleanse us from all filthiness, purge us, oh God, wash us, and help us to be whiter than snow, creating us a clean heart, oh God, and renew a right spirit within us, oh God. As we pray tonight, Lord God, we ask your will to be done in this service tonight, Lord God. That you'll move upon us, oh God, individually and collectively, Lord God. Bless every aspect of this service like never before. We ask your anointing upon the man of God tonight. We ask your anointing upon our praise singers, upon our musicians. Oh God, I pray and ask you, Lord God, that you will help us, Lord God, to continue to worship you. We pray for our online congregation tonight, Lord God, that they too, Lord God, will receive your blessing tonight, Lord. We ask tonight for those that have raised their hand tonight, oh God, that need healing in their body. 
We ask you, Lord God, that you will touch their body, touch their mind, whatever the needs are tonight, Lord God. We're trusting the God that is able to do exceedingly, abundantly above that which we ask or think. Father God, as we pray tonight, Lord God, we pray for Jeffrey Thomas, Lord God, Junior, Lord God, that you continue to touch his body, touch him from the crown of his head to the sole of his feet, Lord God. Let your will be done, Lord God. And I pray and ask you, Lord God, that you'll move mightily among us like never before. Oh God, let your will be done in this place tonight, Lord God. We honor you. Father God, as we pray tonight, Lord God, we ask you, Lord God, that the Spirit of the Lord will move upon us like never before. Oh God, like when on the day of Pentecost, oh God, as the scriptures say, when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all in one accord, in one place. Oh God, help us to have a move like never before in the service, Lord God. We give you glory, we give you honor, and we thank you in advance for what you're about to do. Touch those that are traveling tonight, Lord God. I pray for every home, every family. Move upon us like never before as we give you all the glory, as we give you all the honor. We say thanks in Jesus' name. Come on, let's give the Lord a round of applause tonight.
Hallelujah. Turn to the other person and say, good to see you tonight. Amen. Good to see you all tonight. The Lord bless you all. Amen. You may be seated. Amen. In the house of God tonight. Amen. We want to take this time out again to welcome everyone tonight to Christ and to church. So glad that you were able to rearrange your schedule to accommodate the service tonight. Amen. Amen. In everything that we do in life, sometimes we have to make adjustments. And amen. Whenever we can make adjustments, it's always sometimes not good, but sometimes it's for the good. Amen. So we are honored to be here tonight. Amen. To praise God. Amen. We're here in the house of God to lift up the name of the Lord. Amen. Praise God. Our online congregation tonight. It's Thanksgiving service. Amen. Tonight, it's our night to give thanks and to the Lord for all that he has done for us. Amen. The song they just sung is that he, he made a way for us. He saved my soul. I don't know about you, but he saved my soul. Amen. It was nothing good that I've done, but he saved my soul. And I'm so thankful tonight to be in the house of God. We're going to open up the, um, the, the forum uh, for a little bit for those that have testimony. Uh, you wanna, you know, we're going to give you at least anywhere between a minute to three minutes. Amen. You know, want it to be nice, sweet, and spicy, something that the Lord has done for you. We want you to testify about the goodness of the Lord. Amen. Amen. And if you have a testimony, someone have a testimony, I don't want to call, but I want to make sure you have a testimony. Amen. I don't want to stand up here all night tonight and testify. You know, I'm sure you have a testimony that you want to bless the congregation is with also tonight. And for online congregation, as I said earlier, if you have a testimony and you're listening to us tonight, you can feel free to send your testimony and we'll make sure we shout it out for you. Amen. So I want to give someone the privilege tonight, amen, the opportunity to testify. Someone will thank God tonight, amen. Praise God. Is there one? Praise the Lord, everyone. Well, my God, he's a healer. I remember the latter part of last year, I could barely walk, barely sit, barely stand, and I wind up having a um, surgery, you know, January 10th, but prior to that, I just want to share how God has a sense of humor. I remember I was on this app looking for a pair of shoes, said, all right, I shared it with a couple people, and all right, I picked a pair. And God is like, hmm, get that one, get that one. So I wind up getting, I got a silver, I got a black, I got a navy. I'm like, God, what's up? I just need a pair of shoes. But fast forward, when I started having issues with my back, I remember putting on my regular heel. I could barely stand in it. So God knew the time was coming when I couldn't wear it. And all I could wear were flats. And he prepared me for those times. So God, as simple as it sounds, to me it was huge. Because he just, he, he, it's like he works in every avenue. He works in the spiritual. He works in the physical. He works just to dress you up so you can shine for him. So I just want to thank God for all his goodness and for his provision. Amen. When I knew there was going to be testimonies, I, um, I put a little thought in, 
on Sunday afternoon after uh, service, um, Isaiah Hasker called me. He didn't attend the 1030 service. I said, Pastor stole my words. This is what he said at the end of service at 1030. If you set your sight on prosperity and success on your own, you may achieve your goals. You may come to regret the outcome. Without getting into a lot of specifics, I was driving home uh, from work on Monday. I was on my way to the hospital to do a little bit of ministry with one of the saints who's in the hospital. And this song came on the radio. I'm going to play one minute of this song. I, I, we're going to use YouTube, brother. So I'd not ever heard that song before. I was pondering, what am I going to say? And that song came on. I want to repeat a couple of lyrics to you. If it wasn't for my failures and mistakes, I would never know the depth of this grace. My song to sing set me free. Mercy sitting where the judge should be. Those of you who know me know that I know a lot about words. I have different words that I use, and I have a lot of vocabulary. Shame and guilt were some of those words that I knew. I didn't know what justification was. I didn't know what reconciliation was. I didn't know what sanctification was, and I do now. And I do now. I, my friends are pastors, ministers, deacons. I even have a bishop that I call friend. There's an evangelist in Oklahoma that has a, has a nickname for me. He calls me Princeton. I thank God for being God, for keeping his eye on me, for letting me come here. I wasn't supposed to be here, and here I am. Hallelujah. Come on, give the Lord a round of applause tonight. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Awesome testimony. Amen. Someone else have a testimony you want to share with us tonight. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. I'll testify real quick. I praise the Lord, church. Praise the Lord, church. Amen. Um, short, sweet. Um, I thank God, like Brother Tom just said, for being God. Um, I always love the saying um, that everything in life happens for a reason, right? Where you are, who you meet, uh, the people you run into, the situations that you face, it's all happened for a reason, and it's taken you to a place where God has allowed you to be. 
we look at situations and we may not understand why, um, but there's always something bigger. And I thank God for those little things. That's a testimony in itself. I can give so many examples of doors that have been opened in my life, doors that God allowed to be closed in my life, relationships, people that I'm no longer close with anymore. And it's all happened for a reason. Um, and I thank God just for purpose, for uh, just the ability to have an understanding that is bigger than just being in your comfort zone and being able to step out. That may sound like a whole lot, but just being able to see bigger than um, just a situation that you're in. A lot of people, we get comfortable, um, we get complacent, uh, we may not see big picture, we focus on ourselves, we focus on where we're at, what we do. Um, but when you're called or when God has a purpose on your life, uh, being able to see how that can transpire, whether it's in your day-to-day -day work or in the church or with your family, um, I thank God just for that understanding. I always pray for wisdom. I always pray for understanding. Um, I often pray for God to show me constantly uh, the purpose that he has for me in my life. Um, because you may think that you're heading in the right direction and you can get lost in the sauce, <laughs> if you will, right? So I constantly ask God to show me my purpose, show me where it is that I'm supposed to be, show me where I'm at. We had a speaker a couple months ago that talked about that. Ask God to show you where you're at, right? Uh, so you know where you're going. So I thank God for that. Um, praise God. Amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah, amen, amen, praise God. Someone else with a testimony, amen, praise God, <laughs> amen. Praise the Lord, everyone. Praise the Lord, he alone is worthy. Uh, he alone is worthy. Amen, praise God. Um, I just want to thank God for being God. I want to thank him for honoring his word. Um, I hope I'm not a little jumble, not jumbly and I can explain because how I'm feeling is, hopefully I can explain it. Shaheem and I do a lot of little side talk and we went on a walk. I said, let's walk to CVS. I love to walk. So I said, let's walk to CVS real quick. So we took a walk, and, you know, with the walking, we were just talking about different scenarios in life, and we were just using different different um, things, examples of how God works, and we were using this, the natural with the spiritual and so forth. And I said um, to him, and I also mentioned it to, to Sister Patrice, you know, I said, I just feel like I need a good slap from God. You know what I mean? In the Jamaican term, it'd be like a good na-look lick. And a couple Sundays ago, um, I came to church, and I've just been praying for them. Like, I feel like I need a refreshing. I feel like I need a touch. I feel like I need something from God. And I've been praying and asking him that privately. And when I came in that Sunday morning, I came to the altar and I stood right over there. And it's like I felt something. I just felt like, you ever feel like you just 
God was so good. You're thinking about things. You just feel like you want to run and scream. And I was, I just felt something in the bottom of my belly. And then we did praise and worship. We went through the preliminaries and everything. I'm standing back there and Brother Scarlett started playing. And the voice of God, I only remember myself hearing the voice of God twice in my life. One before I really got saved, two get saved, and a couple weeks ago. People can say they hear from God all the time, twice in my life. And you know that you know that you know that that was the voice of God. And him, Brother Scarlett played, and me standing there, it said, bow before me. Go to the front, go to the altar, bow before me, and I'll show you what I can do. And I came, and I stood like this. I'm like, mm, I don't want to get, you know, I don't want to go on my knees. Brother Scarlett's playing. I don't want to interrupt. And he said, I said, bow before me. And the moment I did that, it was like I lost full control of myself. And, I mean, I still feel like I'm just, in it like I still feel like I'm feeling God so strong like things in my life has changed I feel like my whole outlook has changed and I just want to thank God for honoring his word because his word is just solid amen amen hallelujah hallelujah amen amen I don't want to interrupt the flow but if someone else has a you know a testimony you want to testify I want to throw me in with a testimony um, shortly, but um, I want to give someone else another privilege and opportunity before we move on. We have a few more minutes, so if you want to call your name, I can. But, you know, I want to give you the privilege for testifying. You got something to testify. Amen. Amen. That's all right. Amen. Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord, everybody. Can you just stand upon your feet and just magnify the Lord with me? God has been so good. He has been everything that we desire, everything that we need. I, I can't just, you know, fathom how good he is to us. You may be seated. You know what, I was in my seat, and I said to myself, you know, I would be ungrateful if I sat and did not say something about the goodness of God. And, um, you know, many times I reflect on my life, and I see where God has brought me from. I remember in 2017, I was attacked. My mind was attacked severely, and I thought that was the end of my life. I thought that I was going to be, you know, just out there on the streets, you know, the way how it was severely attacked. And it took the grace of God. It took prayers. It took fasting. It took everything, you know, that was within me. And it was just God that has kept me until this day. And, you know, I remember many times, you know, God allowed me to move from Jamaica to Canada, and then I thought that was where I was going to, you know, be for the rest of my life, only to know that <laughs> God said, no, you know, you're going to come to United States, and um, when I see how God allow everything to come through, 
you know, he allowed me to meet my husband and, um, you know, everything just fall into place. And it's not the end. God is still providing. He's still blessing. He's still doing everything. And, you know, I remember when, um, before I moved from Jamaica to Canada, I remember going to church for the last time before coming to Canada. And they called me up to pray for me. And the song they sang was, God will take care of you. And that song, it held me many days, I remember. And I said, God, you made that promise that you will take care of me. And brethren, I can stand today and I can say, God is still taking care of me. And I want to encourage anybody, if you feel discouraged, if you feel that it's the end of the world, just remember the promise God gave me before I came to foreign country. I can tell you the same thing, that he will, he will take care of you. I don't know who is going through anything right now, but I want to encourage you that God will take care of you. Continue to be blessed in Jesus' name. And happy Thanksgiving when it comes. My first Thanksgiving in the U.S. <laughs> I'm so blessed. Amen. Amen. Wonderful. Someone else to have a testimony. Amen. Okay, this is an online uh, testimony. Uh, This is uh, from Sister Crystal. I'd like to share this one. Um, One of my favorite things about God is his faithfulness. This year, God has been faithful to me in ways I don't understand. He kept my mind, my marriage, my family, and he's still remaining faithful to his promises. Some days are harder than others, but I know one thing is certain. The good work that he started, he will complete. Amen. 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 Praise God. Someone else before I test, uh, share my test. Thanksgiving. Amen. Anyone else? Amen. That's all right. Are you fine? Huh? You understand? I'm, I'm looking around the congregation tonight, and I'm, I'm, I'm so grateful. Um, there, there, there are many things that are going through my mind, what I can say, what I'd like to say, but because of time, I'm not going to have enough time to say what I want to say. I, 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 w- I want to let the congregation know, and our online congregation, that um, I spend most of my time with you which is not my natural family, if you please. And I'm thankful for that. The relationship that we have, that we've grown and live by on a week-to-week basis, some of us may see each other on a day-to-day basis, I am thankful for that. I, 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 I look back in my life and I see where God has brought me from, and I can echo some of the sentiments of Sister Gautry, what she testified about, but again, as I said, time wouldn't permit. But I, I'm, I'm so thankful for the things that the Lord has done for my family. For example, we have two boys. God bless us with two boys. You know, as a young boy growing up, growing up back in the days, because I was involved in music, 
And because I love sport, I always say to myself, Brother Tom, I'd like to have an orchestra, you know. I'd like to have 11 children, you know. But that's not what the Lord see, you know. But, you know, of course, <laughs> you have freedom. <laughs> Thank you, brother. Three boys, not that. <laughs> Amen. Amen. My grandson, my two sons, and I'm so thankful for them. The fact that they're in the church, that means valiant to me. Get involved in the church and doing things for the Lord. Not because of my influence. Yes, my influence has a lot to do with it. But yeah, but I want them to ha- develop their own personal love and relationship with the God that saved them. The things that they have done and got themselves carried away with, God saved them for such a time as this. And I'm so thankful that they're in the church. They're living for God. And I can relate to a lot more young people that are in here that, you know, you know we're just one happy family here. You know, and um, we, we may not say it often enough to each other, you know, how much we love each other, how much we care about each other. But because of what God has done for us and where he has brought us from to where we are, you know, church, I love you all. And I pray, do hope you all love me just the same. <laughs> Amen. But I'm so honored to be a part of this family. I'm so glad uh, where God has placed us to be under the leadership, of course, our shepherd. Pastor Wyatt, and I'm so thankful for Pastor Wyatt for what God is doing in your life. I'm so glad to be a part of your family and for all of us. Let's just continue to serve the Lord together. God has something in store for us, and the only way we can receive what God has in store for us is by us continuing to hang together, encourage each other, and be there for each other. God bless you all. Happy Thanksgiving to everyone. Pastor, coming up in Jesus' name. Praise the Lord, everybody. Amen. Thank God for his goodness. I thank God for keeping me in my right mind. The right mind will sometimes make you think it's, think it's the wrong mind. And what I, what I mean by that when I say I thank God for keeping me in my right mind is because nobody is making me come to the house of God. Nobody makes me pray. Nobody is getting behind me and telling me I need to do this for the Lord and that for the Lord. I just want to do that. And just to know that I want to, I know I'm in my right mind. Just to know that I want to worship him, I know I'm in my right mind. To know I want to be in the house of the Lord, I know I'm in my right mind. And I thank God for keeping me in my right mind because if you're not in your right mind, there's some things that you won't understand. You won't understand who God is if you're not in your right mind. Church, I can tell you this. I will do all that I can as long as I'm leading this church to not do less, but to do more for Jesus. And that's not a popular stance in this day and age. But, you know, I have my little conversations oftentimes with the Lord. Sometimes it's just me talking and him listening. Most of the time, that's what it is. But as I was just talking to him in my mind just now and Uh, And him listening, I thought about this. I thought about that I'm in my right mind to be in the house of the Lord. And as long as I'm in my right mind, I'm always going to be encouraging you and and doing my best to get you to do more for the Lord than you've ever done. And I know that's not probably something you think about, because a lot of us are just trying to do enough to make sure it's acceptable to God. And do enough to make sure that, you know, we're saved. 
Um, but that's not what God intended for us, for us to do enough, just enough. And um, all the time I think about um, what some of these other places around the country are doing uh, for the Lord, the culture they have developed. And, you know, I've been saying that I wish and hope and pray that we can develop uh, a godly culture in the Northeast where God will become a great institution um, in the Northeast and people will treat God with great reverence and God will be first in people's life and God will be a whole lot more than what he is to us. And I keep praying about that. And even if I don't see it in my lifetime because the Lord tarries, hopefully we will see it that the Northeast will begin to function like when you go to where they call the Bible Belt, where God is so prevalent in those areas that people live their life as such. And one of the thought that I, you know, that came to me, this is our first Thanksgiving uh, service um, during the week of Thanksgiving. We arrived here because our Bible study nights are Wednesdays and I'm sorry, Thursdays. And so, you know, we figured obviously that we're not going to do Bible study on Thursday. It's Thanksgiving. And so I didn't want the whole week to go by and we not have a Bible study or some kind of getting together. So I said, it would be nice if we can get together on a different day of the week during Thanksgiving week and just celebrate and give thanks. And so that's how we ended up here on a Tuesday. I think we will continue to do it even if we move when we move and our Bible study might go to Wednesdays. We still will take Tuesdays of the week of Thanksgiving and come together and celebrate. And so this is our first service and we're trying. And so this is new to us, but we're going to continue to do the things that we think is pleasing unto the Lord. And so that's why we're here tonight. And uh, I want you to continue to encourage people to be here. But before I just share something with you real quick, here is what I thought about. Sister Rosalie, here's what I thought about. Interesting. Interesting, Sister Rosalie. You ready for this? Where we're moving to, the property that we're purchasing and where we're moving to, the people that lead that ballet school are there six days a week. I'm telling you, I get mad at me for the things that God just dropped in my spirit. They're there six days a week. And how many times a week we're in church? And anytime we do anything extra, it's like, ah, preacher, I know you're trying to do your best, but ah. they're there six days a week doing ballet. Y'all, I don't know what to tell y'all, church. Y'all going to say, man, this dude is rough. Can't help it. I'm trying my best to give God everything I've got. That's why I preach like this. That's why I teach like this. This is why I'm always coming across because I want to give God everything I've got because I really do owe him everything. I don't know what you owe him. I owe him everything. Before I got saved and even more so after I got saved, I owe him everything because he's been so, so good to me, even in my failure, even in just all of what, you know, I the mess sometimes you bring in your own life and God cleans it up for you and just move you right along. I'm telling you, I am thankful for everything. And I just try to live my life to give God everything that I can give him. So that's why I'm here. 
I'm not, I'm, I know we cannot earn anything from God. There's nothing good that we can do to earn anything. But what I do know is, and, and it's, it's as simple as this. What I told you before, the old timers used to say, don't be ungrateful. It's just that simple. Sometimes we can get deep in the word of God and all this stuff, and that's fine. But sometimes I just keep it simple and just say, I've always been taught, don't be ungrateful. And what does that mean? If somebody does something nice for you, what do you do? Show appreciation. The least you can do is say what? Thank you. What is God doing for us? <laughs> least we can say is thank you. And so I appreciate God for keeping me in my right mind and allowing me to be here tonight, allowing us to be here tonight. Don't forget, Christmas banquet venue has changed from Marriott, KC Prime. Um, the cost is $25. Um, for adults, $15 if you're from ages 12 to 17, and if you are under 12, and you must come because your parents have to bring it because they didn't have anybody to babysit you and they can't hang out by themselves to have a nice date, then $0. <laughs> See, I'm throwing it in there to make the parents feel like they need to be on a date that night. I don't know. We might have to hire somebody for babysitting, you know, have a babysitting thing going on at the church. I don't know. Maybe that's something we need to think about. So if we want to have somebody that watch the kids at the church that night for the parents that want to be on a date date. Hallelujah. <laughs> December 23rd. Yep. December 23rd is the date. 1223 at 7 p.m. KC Prime. Um, the dress is formal. The dress is formal. I learned a long time ago. In case you don't know this, I learned a long time ago, wherever you set standards, people come below it. If I say anything other than formal, you're going to wear a sweatsuit. I can't, I, I just can't. Wherever you set standards, people always come below the standard. And this is what's, this is what's scary when churches are lowering their standards because they don't realize they're thinking whatever standard they set, that's where everybody will be. Are you kidding me? No, you'll be the only one there, bro. Everybody else will be way under. All right, I don't think I'm just saying. Just can't help myself. Can't help myself. Ten minutes. I got ten minutes to tell you all about some thoughts that I have about being thankful. In 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 18, the scripture says, In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. How about for the next eight minutes, I will not lie to you, eight minutes, I'm going to talk to you on this topic, In everything give thanks. In everything give thanks. In everything, give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Notice that Paul did not say, for everything, give thanks. But he said, in everything, give thanks. Not for everything, give thanks, but in everything, give thanks. Evil will happen to us as saints of God. But it does not come from God. Evil doesn't come from God. Do we know that? Evil doesn't come from God. But does God kind of let it come? 
Sometimes he allows it, but he is not the generator. <laughs> uh, he's not the one who generates evil. So when evil come, God didn't bring evil. He allowed evil. And so there will be some evil things that will come your way, but it didn't come from God. So we should not thank the Lord for evil. We don't say, God, we thank you for evil. But when evil strikes, we can still be thankful for God's presence and for the goodness of God while we're in that situation that is bad for us. So God will not send evil, but when evil comes and he doesn't stop it, you need to say, God knows that I am in this situation because he knows everything. There's not one thing that God doesn't know. So God knows when I'm going through and he knows my situation. He knows what hurts me. He knows what gets me down. He knows what I struggle with. So when something wrong is happening in my life, I have to just know that God knows. Take solace in that, that God knows. Somebody say, God knows. Mm -hmm. There is so much for us to be thankful unto the Lord for. Now, there's a, you know, quite a bit of things that we can just say we're thankful for. And we say it, and that's great. And I might even touch those things. But here are some things that I think we need to really be thankful for. We should be thankful that God revealed himself to us. We should be thankful that God revealed himself to us because without God revealing himself to us, we had no opportunity to be saved. So we like to go to the save point and not stop and realize that if God didn't extend to us his revelation, who he is, to say, here I am, learn of me. If he didn't allow us to understand him, we couldn't have the privilege of salvation. We need to thank God for his revelation. We need to thank God for the privilege to commune with him, for communion with him. We need to be thankful for his word. We need to be thankful for God's word because in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. When God does things, it's not because of your word. It's because of his words that he does miracles. And so when the remember when he told the, the, the children of Israel to walk around Jericho seven times and then shout, isn't it interesting that it wasn't the shout that brought the wall down because can we actually shout and bring walls down? No, you can't bring walls down on your shout. We can't bring walls down on our shout. But when we obey God's word, God will work mighty things. God will work miraculous things. So I thank God for his word. Somebody say thank you, Jesus. We need to be thankful for his goodness and his mercy because he didn't have to be good to us. He didn't have to be merciful to us. We need to be thankful for the church and for each other. You can't get to heaven without the church. I know we want to think that if I live right, if I pray every day and I treat people right, I go to heaven. Not so. The Bible says I'm coming back for church. Without spot or wrinkle or any such thing. A church, not you. A church. You need to be a part of the church and he will come back for you. But he's not coming back for you on the side and then the church over there. He's coming back for a church. So thank God for the church. 
we need to be thankful for the gift of repentance. God has given us the gift of repentance. And so when we mess up, we don't have to stay messed up. When we do wrong, we don't have to stay in wrong. We can go to God and repent of our sins. And it's only because of his goodness and his grace. And he will forgive us of our sins. To live in perpetual state of thankfulness unto the Lord Jesus keeps us focused on him. If we will live in a perpetual state of thanksgiving, always thanking God for the goodness and the great things he has done, even when we're going through this, knowing that his presence is with us. If we will live in a perpetual state of thanksgiving, guess what? We will be close to the Lord Jesus and we will keep our focus on him continually. But watch this. To be unthankful unto the Lord Jesus will make us ignorant. It will make us vain and in thoughts and even corrupt in our understanding. So it's one thing to be thankful unto God, but it's another thing if you're not thankful. If you're not thankful, you will find yourself being ignorant, being vain in your thoughts and corrupt in your understanding. Don't believe me? Romans 1.21. Because that when they knew God, they glorified him not as God, neither were thankful, but became vain in their imagination and their foolish heart was darkened. All because we don't give God thanks, we get corrupt in our minds. We become vain in our thoughts and we start to do evil things all because we don't thank God. Just as simple as that. You wondering, man, is, thank, is Thanksgiving that important? Sure it is. Because when you thank God, it does something different. But let me just finish up the thought here in Romans 121. Check this, check this out how we do things. First, people reject God. Next, they, they make up their own ideas of what God should, should be and what God should do. Then they fall into sin. Greed, hatred, envy, murder, fighting, lying, bitterness, gossip, whatever, you, just fall into sin because God has to be what they want God to be. Finally, they grow to hate God because God won't be what they want him to be. And so they finally grow to hate God and encourage others to do the same, to hate God. God does not cause this steady progression toward evil in people's life. Rather, when people are not thankful to God and they reject God, he allows them to live as they choose. But when we live as we choose, however we want, whatever that makes us happy, however satisfied we become, when we live that way, guess what? We are in a downward spiral and we don't realize it. And when it gets really bad, we start to say, man, church bogus. We start to say, man, how you know there's no God? And we start saying all these things because why? We wanted to live our own way. We wanted to do our own thing and God allowed us to do that because we're not intelligent enough. We're not smart enough to live for God on our own. We need God and that's why it's important to always live a perpetual life of thanksgiving unto the Lord. If you're not thanking God, you're going to find yourself hating God. Despising God. 
not liking God, trying to get people to be convinced that God is not really real the way people like to think he is. Because if he was, why is he allowing this? If he was, all it comes down to, we are experiencing the things that we're experiencing because we choose to live how we want to. And God said, go ahead. It's your life. James chapter one, verse 13 says, let no man say when he is tempted, I am tempted of God for God cannot be tempted with evil. Neither tempted he any man, but every man is tempted when he is drawn away of his own lust and enticed. Then the lust, then when lust had conceived, it bringeth forth sin and sin when it is finished, bringeth forth death. We go and do what we want because we lust after it. And then when we do that, our own desire is going to ruin us, destroy us, make us start talking bad about God and bad about God's church. Giving thanks should keep us from complaining. Come on, amen. Come on, amen. There's more than two people in here. All I heard was come on and amen. Because giving thanks should keep us from complaining. Thursday, we're going to get at the table and we're going to eat our nice Thanksgiving. But before we eat our nice Thanksgiving, us nice Christians are going to pray a nice little prayer, thanking God for everything. And then after we get done praying, as soon as we're done, we're going to open our eyes and say, I don't like how that stuffing look. I don't like it. She ain't cut the turkey all the way through. Just prayed. And then we go right into complaining. I thought we just prayed. Giving thanks unto the Lord Jesus is trusting him. That's what thanksgiving really is. It's saying, God, I trust you in everything I trust you. Learning to give thanks in everything means to trust God completely, knowing that he is in charge and understanding that all that happens is part of a larger picture that believers may not see right now. When a believer can give thanks willingly to God, he or she has trusted God completely. So when you say thank you, appreciate you, Lord, thanksgiving, you are trusting God. That's what you're doing. When you don't say that stuff and you're not constantly saying that to God, you're not trusting him. And if you don't trust God, you will start trusting self. God is completely in control of every situation and is working out his will. So no matter what's going on in your life, you ought to just say, thank you, Jesus. I know you're working. Your presence is here. Thank you, Jesus, no matter what's going on. Church, we have to start living a perpetual life of thanksgiving unto the Lord. This is the week that we celebrate Thanksgiving Thursday. We will celebrate in giving thanks to me. You've heard me said this many times. I think Thanksgiving is the purest holiday we have in America. It's probably the number one holiday because every other, every other holiday has been tainted and have some kind of other kind of meaning behind it. Thanksgiving is really what it is. It's just giving thanks, and we normally appreciate one another during Thanksgiving time. We treat one another right around Thanksgiving time, and so it's probably my most favorite holiday that we celebrate in America is Thanksgiving. And so we're celebrating this week Thanksgiving, but we have to start first with who we're giving thanks to. 
I know we want to appreciate the people around us. I know we want to appreciate people in our lives and we ought to and we should. But let's start first where it needs to start, because I believe if we will say thanks to the Lord, if we will give thanksgiving to him, then we will be able to appreciate people better because guess what? He created them. If you can't thank God for who he is, you won't really appreciate people. But if you will start out by thanking God, acknowledging him for all the goodness and and all the great things he has done and continue to do in your life and even give him thanks for the situations that you may have gotten yourself in. But he was right there with you and he never allowed you to be destroyed by the situation. You ought to be giving him thanks. So. Thanksgiving needs to be perpetual. Not just this week, but it needs to continue. Because when we give thanks to God, we say we trust him. We acknowledge that he's in control and no matter what happens, we're going to be all right. Let's stand and thank him tonight. Thank you, Jesus. I thank God for this church and for what he's doing. Continue to thank him. Don't even pray about the property. Just thank him about the property. (laughs) Just thank him for giving us the property. I think I got a date today, but I won't even give it to you. (laughs) I think I got a closing date. Look at Sister Scarlett. What do you mean? Because what do you want me to give you a date and then it change? Come on, just thank him. (laughs) The husband say, just thank him. Just thank him. Just thank him. Just thank him. I don't know what to do with these people anymore. Today they closing. Next day, hold on. Next week they closing. Next, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Just whatever you want to do, Lord, you just do it. We're thankful. Whenever we get into the building, we're thankful. We just got to prepare our heart, prepare our mind to reach the lost like never before because that's what this church is going to be about. You want to be engaged with doing the work of reaching the lost. You don't just want to be a a part of the church, but you want to be a functioning part of the church. We are a body, and the Bible says that we are supposed to be functioning. God set us in the body according to his purpose. Brother Henry's in the back. We're still um, asking for you to give. Give to our building fund. Continue to trust the Lord in your giving. You know I've been saying it, but God is challenging us to give. Because there's something about our giving. I don't know what it is yet that God is going to reveal to us about our giving, what it did for us. But it's not so much about the money. God is doing something. He's challenging us to give, to see how much we trust him, and to see if we will let him work in our lives. So don't forget to give. Let's lift our hands to heaven, and let's just thank the Lord. Father, we thank you tonight. You're so good to us. We give you the praise and the honor, Lord. Oh, we're so grateful. We're so thankful, Lord God, that you called us out of darkness and into your marvelous light. We're so thankful that you continue to show us mercy, Lord God. For, Lord, even while we were Christians, Lord, when we got saved, Lord, you still have been merciful to us. You still have been gracious to us. You still provided for us, Lord God. Lord, we're thankful. We're not just thankful this Thursday, Lord. We're not just thankful this week, Lord God. But we will live a perpetual life of thanksgiving unto you, Lord.
Lord God, for we are grateful, Lord God. You've been good to us, Lord God. Father, I pray tonight that you will emanate from us the goodness of the Lord that we have witnessed and experienced, that, Lord, we will show goodness to others. We will show love to others. We will allow, Almighty God, the attributes of God to flow from our being, from our person, Lord God, that others can be blessed because you have blessed us, that others can receive because we have received from you, Lord God, that others, oh God, will come to the revelation of who you are because we receive the revelation. Oh God, I pray and ask, oh God, that the blessings that you have poured out upon us and continue to pour out upon us will overflow into my neighbor's life, will overflow into my family member's life, will overflow, Lord God, into my co-worker's life. We want your blessings to flow and we will continue to praise you and thank you and worship you and adore you and praise you because you're so deserving, Lord God. We will not be ungrateful, God, but we will show gratefulness. We will show our appreciation and thanksgiving for all you are doing in our life, Lord. We thank you, Lord God, for the building you have provided us with, Lord. We're thankful for this church, Lord God, and for all that you will do in us and through us, for the souls that you will save, for the lives you will touch, because we made ourselves available, and you can work through us. Oh God, I pray your anointing will flow freely, and then the power of God will move in this church. Oh God, we praise you. We thank you. We bless your name. Oh God, you're so good. And your mercy endure it forever. Thank you, Jesus. Now, Lord, I ask your blessings upon, oh God, this congregation, wherever we may be Thursday. Will you allow our light to shine bright? Will you allow us to be your witness? And will you allow us to be a blessing? We thank and praise you as we go from this place. Will you keep your hands upon us? no harm or danger will come upon us, but the hand of God will guide us and lead us home safely. Let your angels encamp round about us, Lord, as we give you the praise, honor, and glory for you so deserve it, Lord. We pray and ask you these things in Jesus' name. Somebody say in Jesus' name. Give the Lord some praise and thanksgiving. Don't be ungrateful, but be grateful to the Lord. Give something in the offering tonight in Jesus' name.